When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hail you heroes, hawks, heralds, crows, pirates, and wardens. Welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast, where we unpack, discuss, and galaxy brain about all the lore behind the Dragon Age series. We are so excited to bring you this podcast. Every episode, we'll be talking about a different topic in the Dragon Age universe, from character deep dives to exalted marches and elven gods. We will cover it all. There will be spoilers. And always remember, swooping is bad. Hello and welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast, where we talk about Dragon Age and its lore. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm your other host, Shelby or Sheacup. And we are here to talk about Dragon Age, but we are here for our very special patron chat that happens every month. And we have our very special patrons here with us. And so before I let Shelby introduce our topic, I am going to introduce our patrons. And so first we have L. BCC13. Hello, everyone. I am LVCC13 or Lizzie. And then we have the Crimson Knight. Hello, Crimson Knight or Steven. And then, last but certainly not least, the Capricorn Tower. Yep, that's me, also known as Nick. So, Shelby, what are we talking about today? Well, since it's January, um, we thought, well, actually, I should rephrase that too. Uh, I posted the options in the poll to be surrounding themed around New Year's resolutions. Um, Just because it's January, that's usually the time that we talk about those kinds of things. So I thought it could be a thematic moment. Um, And so basically what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about what New Year's resolutions the companions or protagonists, I suppose, um, would make in universe so like yes technically new year's day is not a thing in the dragon age universe that's okay they do have a similar holiday called first day i believe um but we'll get into that in a couple seasons down the road um anyway so we are just gonna maybe like an alternate universe situation however you want to think about it it doesn't really matter we're gonna be talking about how what what in the world the companions and protagonists would plan for their new year's resolutions. And just to make it a little bit fun, whenever you give your answer, like also tell us how long you think this resolution will last, like abandoned within the first day 
Or are they going to keep it up all year? And then maybe if we disagree, we can have conversations about it, you know, all, all that stuff. So um, I think that's all the introduction we need. So who wants to go first? I have like a lot of resolutions. I just came up with several. So I can go first if we want a little bit of a a palate cleanser, if you will. Um, so this one is also thematic with our current intro sounds from the game before we go to break, mid-break in the show. So I think that Cassandra would make a resolution to read less smut, to read more like real literature. But I do think, I think that she would read like one real, like really good book, like I don't know what the equivalent of like um, literary fiction would be, but I think she would read like one classic, one something like that, and then immediately go back to smut. And that would be like the rest of her, all of the rest of her books that she reads for the rest of the year is smut. And she like read that one and she checked it off the list and she's good to go. And she, I think she would consider that completing her resolution because to be fair she didn't read entirely smut so that's that's my little headcanon at least one of them no i think i don't think that it would last that long i think she would literally start three pages in and then varick would have heard that she was doing this and have been like three new chapters of sword and shield mm. there you go and then that's it would fair. be done <laughs> Yeah, I definitely feel like it depends on who knows about it because you're right. If Varric knows or like if Iron Bull knows, he's going to tell Varric. Like it's it's definitely very situationally dependent. All right. Who wants to go first or go next? I'll go ahead and go. Yeah. I think just kind of piggybacking off of that, I think Varric would, his resolution would be to finish Swords and Shields just so that he could keep messing with Cassandra about it. And I think that would be when he actually finishes. I also think he'd have a couple related to Kirkwall in general, although I bet they wouldn't really be serious. I think it would be, I'm going to resolve to see how long it takes me to get Bran to quit his Seneschal job. <laughs> fair. That's very fair. I also think, speaking of Varric, and maybe this is more of a resolution that I have for Varric and less of a resolution that Varric would make. But I think that Varric should resolve to move out of the hanged man. Like he needs to get his own place. Like he needs to buy a house. <laughs> like, he has his own place. He has where? his own place now. He has, he's the, he is literally in charge of Kirkwall. He's the Viscount. He lives in the Viscount's palace. But well, does he live to. there? Is that confirmed? He that he lives to live there? there. I don't know. That's part of messing with Bran. He, that's literally <laughs> part of messing with Bran. I swear he pretends that he lives in the Viscount's palace, but he still does everything out of the hanged man. And Aveline has to go and drag him to the throne room every day for whatever he has to do. That's fair. That's very fair. Very fair. But we all know he would never move out of Kirkwall. Like, he's going to be there yeah, for life. Kirkwall. No, never, never. Well, I had uh, one for, or two for Zevrin, uh, depending on various circumstances. Uh, my first thought was, if Zevrin is in a relationship with the Warden, 
hero of Ferelden, um, the New Year's resolution would be to try every single kinky thing he's ever done with anyone else with the warden. Surprise position. Uh, yes. Um, then my other idea was more current Zevran, which we don't know much about, but we know that Antiva is besieged by the uh, Canari going into Dreadwolf. And I was like, what is Zevran up to? Because he's been like killing various Antivan crows for the past 10 years or whatever. And I was like, I think he would still end up siding with the crows against the Kunari. And in order to do that, I was like, he would probably want to try to seduce various Kunari agents before, you know, killing them. I do love that both of those um, involve seduction, very on brand uh, for Zevran. That is for sure. And I also think, like, I feel like in regards to the first one about the kinky positions, I do feel like they have, like, the Kama Sutra and all of the, like, <laughs> the different ones. Like, they have the, a shelf <laughs> of that. Like, they're trying all of them. So, that, yes, for sure. Would the Kama Sutra have been written in Antiva or Ravain in Thetis? Who would have come up with that? Because I don't think it's the Orlesians, honestly. Definitely not for Elden. Yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could also make the argument for Taventer. I know we haven't gone there yet, but I feel like they probably get up to some freaky stuff. Mm -mm, I mean, mm -mm. if Dorian is any indication, then there's a secret one that has not officially been published, but not like an official one. It's the Avar. <laughs> I need your reasoning for that. Austin, I need your reasoning. <laughs> so... So let's think about the Kama Sutra, which is a specific like Indian, Asian kind of central text. It does sometimes have like the Kama Sutra isn't, it, I wouldn't say it's a religious text, but it has religious implications, implications, significance. I don't, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here. So I just feel like of the cultures in Thetis to develop something like that would be the Avar. Though, you know, Origins Liliana, yeah. she talks about growing up as a Chantry sister, like that they're just all sleeping with each other the entire time. So maybe the Chantry yeah. did write it. So, okay, <laughs> fair. Um, Wikipedia says this which i found enlightening the kama sutra is neither exclusively nor predominantly a sex manual about sex positions but rather was written as a guide to the art of living well the nature of love finding a partner maintaining your love life and other aspects pertaining to human life so um that's fair i mean i do think yeah, no, I do feel like the Avar of all of the different cultures and countries that we see in Thetis, I do think they have the most like healthy, holistic view of like magic, especially and, and how to be a mage in their society is the most like healthy of all of them. So I feel like there is something there of um, like knowing the 
like the art of living well, as the the Wikipedia said. So I feel like that makes a little bit of sense, Austin. I don't feel like you're totally out there tonight with that one. Maybe not. <laughs> also, just vibes. I feel like vibes tell me that it's the Avar. It's always an argument you can make. I mean, it doesn't make you right, but it is it is always there. <laughs> I'm so um, glad I could get us on a, on this tangent. I I know. <laughs> we need to go to the NSFW it. channel in the in the Discord server for this one. Um, so I have a couple more. So I do think that Ogren, um, just to continue on the origins theme. So I think Ogren and the hero of Ferelden would have a conversation about doing dry January. And I think the hero of Ferelden would say, I'm going to do dry January. You should do it with me. And Ogrim would be like, ha okay. And as like, yeah, right. Ha ha. Okay. But the hero of Ferelden would be like, oh, okay. So that means you're going to do it. Right. Cause like you're an alcoholic. And so I think that the hero of Ferelden would think that they're doing this together. And then Ogryn would be like drinking on January 1st and it would just be a whole thing. That's at least what I think would happen. I think, I think it depends on your warden. Fair. Very fair. I think it does. Mine depend would on not the be participating in that. <laughs> but I also think that I don't think it's January 1st. I think it's like January 20th because I think that Ogren would try to be good for two weeks because he'd be like, I'm going to do this so I can go be a good dad to my kid. Or you make a bet with him because he's competitive. True. I think there is something here, too. I don't think he would last until January 20th, though, Austin. I think the maximum would be one week. Maximum. Like January 7th or 8th. Like that's that's the upper limit for sure. Awakening Ogryn would last, I think, two weeks. Just Fair. original Origins Ogryn, five and a half minutes. Because you know Zevran <laughs> would immediately be like, how long until I can break him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I also go back and forth, though, because Awakening Ogryn is also the one that like drinks the entire chalice of joining in the joining so there's I'll that go and spit. <laughs> i don't know he's so gross um best lines in awakening though i i he's it's comedic gold <laughs> yeah i do feel like he has some really hilarious banter um with anders in that game which Look at me paying a compliment to Anders in a roundabout well, manner. Austin. I mean, we already know hell has frozen over. <laughs> Look at all the snow that's going on. I know. But also it, that, okay, so hell froze over way before we got all this snow because Austin because said. Nick Saban retired. Well, we, I think you mean Nick Satan, first of all. Yes, um, I do mean Nick Satan. Thank you. <laughs> Second of all, no, because Austin and I meant to bring this up in the podcast, so I'm glad we got on this. Austin in the Discord server recently said that there is a video game character that he hates more than Solus and Anders. Eh? Isn't that right? It is a, I missed this. It is a Baldur's Gate character. Oh, I can't. I can't look at that yet. Yeah. 
So yeah, so those that- of you those, those of you who know the game or have seen the chat, you already know. But if you want to guess, you can guess. But I will not tell you, especially for people who haven't played the game. You can just or- tell them the name. You could just tell them the name, Austin, of the character. No. Uh, I detest the Emperor in Baldur's Gate. I just like, it's so funny to me that you hate him so much. Like, why? I don't know. I feel like he's lots not as reasons. bad. I, I know there's lots of reasons. I just feel like it's not as bad as like committing a genocide. But whatever. That's a whole entirely other game. So we won't get too far down that rabbit hole. Solus um, hasn't committed today. a genocide yet. I wasn't yet. talking about Solus. I was talking about Anders. Is that a genocide? Or is that like... I mean, I, he like kills almost like a good chunk of the people in Kirkwall. What is the but... definition of genocide? This is my okay. question. It's all about cleansing. It's all about ethnic cleansing uh, of genocide. It's uh, which is terrible it's amb- and we don't like it. Okay. It's ambiguous then with Anders, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's more that's more of a terrorist action rather than well about Let's just move right yeah, along because I have a lot of things that I could say, but um, let's go to the mid break and then we can come back and Austin and Steven can answer the questions. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. They like to read. What's wrong with that? It's frivolous. There are more important things for me to do. That's just her favorite. Nobody asked you to winter. (laughs) I couldn't finish the last one you lent me. I actually feel dumber for having tried. It's literature. Smutty literature. Whatever you do, don't tell Varric. No offense, but might I try? I've got a quick hand, after all. Ha, let's see. Oh, when was the last time I slipped my hand into some dark hole? Hmm. I remember a long story, that. You hurt my head sometimes, Solus. Yes. I have been known to do that. All right, well, welcome to the middle of the show, where we take a moment to thank our patrons. Thank you to our patrons here and all of our patrons out there. We greatly appreciate your support. A special thank you to our first patrons, Lisa M. and Genesis. Uh, thank you so much for your support. Uh, if you'd like to join us for these chats, you can sign up on patreon.com slash lorecast, and you can sign up at our first Enchanter tier and come and hang out with us every month on these chats. Also, uh, you can come hang out with us on the Discord. If you come hang out with us on the Discord, you can see things like who I hate, who the Emperor is, or why I hate them. Um, talk about all of that in the Baldur's Gate channel. But also, you can leave us ratings and reviews on Apple or Spotify. And if you leave us five stars and some kind words, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. Do we have a review to read today? I do have one. This is one that um, 
we got in December. So sorry, it's been a little bit delayed. Um, but this one, it says The Lone Wolf, five stars. Hi, guys. I'm Adrian, and I've been a fan of Dragon Age since Origins came out. I'm 23 years old, and I'm currently stuck playing DAI. I've tried to play the others, but I, or the other, but I couldn't. I've played before, but I just want to replay. Currently in my playthrough of Dragon Age Inquisition, I'm playing as a female elf mage. Thank you guys for making this podcast. I can't wait to listen more. And I do have a question. What do you guys think is going to happen to the world of Thetis in Dreadwolf? Um, I do think the uh, the world of Thetis might be coming to an end. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, Adrian, um, for that awesome review. All right, Austin, I think that that... We're finally caught up with all of our reviews with that one. So very exciting. Yeah. Um, so thank you all for that. Again, come and join us on the Discord. Great place to hang out. But let's get back into it. Abominations are always so awkward at family reunions. Have you ever seen an abomination? They are ugly. Dorian, those words you say... What do they mean? What, you mean like mendicant? Ultimatum? No arse when you're mad. Vishanti Kofas. You're swearing, I know it. Vishanti Kofas. It's Tavine, relics of the old tongue. We still use the colourful phrases. And it means what? Literally, you shit on my tongue. <laughs> oh, you fear barbarians will swoop down upon you. Yes, swooping is... Um, Stephen, would you like to go next before Austin? Well, I honestly didn't really think about this a whole lot. Cause, oh, you're good. <laughs> but um, I think once for Sten, I think once he become becomes Airshock, like if he figured out what a New Year's resolution was, he would give himself a New Year's resolution to make cookies mandatory in the queue <laughs> for sure and like Stan's got that mindset where once he commits to something and unless someone is able to change his mind with sound reasoning he's not going to give up very true. I could also see him making the resolution of like learning how to make different kinds of cookies. That would be fun. But yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one. Um, I always really struggle to like come up with answers for Sten, especially for all of our patron chats, just because I'm like, I feel like we just don't really know a ton about his personality, maybe as much as we do some of the other companions who may be romanceable, especially. But right. Yeah, that's the one thing I know about him is he says in Origins, if you get his uh, approval rating high enough, that his favorite thing about Ferelden is the cookies. Yes, yes. Which I just, I, I have to wonder. feel like, oh, you go ahead, Lizzie. I was going to say, I wonder if we can disrupt the entire Canary invasion plan if we just send Sten a Orlesian cookbook of all the lovely little treats that are available like, right probably could 
just nip that right in the bud if someone had thought of that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Ferelden is like not the place that has the best desserts. Like I imagine Orlay to be the place that has like the sugar, like they're they're the best at like sugary treats, like kind of how like France, they they have, you know, just like a lot of those kinds of things. So I just feel like if if Ferelden cookies blow Sten's mind, what is he gonna think about Orlesian cookies? But the ham tastes of despair, so maybe not. But there, I—I th- I mean, I feel like desserts and savory foods are totally different. Uh, I just always remember I- the uh, end of Inquisition when yeah. Josephine's like, "I literally catered this the petit four cakes from <laughs> Val Royo. Yes, yes, and oh, she's also. like, "Avoid the deep mushroom ones." Yes, that's true. Yeah, a deep mushroom pedophore sounds disgusting. Like, even just a regular mushroom pedophore sounds disgusting. Ugh, yeah. gross. Pettifor should not be savory. They should no. be sweet. Correct. All right, Austin. So, um, mine is for Anders. Oh, God. Oh, and no. Anders Anders resolution is to not play oppression Olympics with Fenris. I have a question. Three and a half seconds. Immediately lose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so is Who this up with that for him? I feel What's... like this is more of a uh, resolution you want Anders to undertake rather than something he no. would take himself. No, I Unless think Avalanche Anders, told him he had to. I think Anders, because if I'm going to be truly fair to Anders to what we present in the game, he does show a modicum of self-awareness for himself. Like a tiny bit of self-awareness for himself. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And so I think that he would have all the good intentions of sticking to that resolution but then sweet old Fenris and I love Fenris but he would make a comment about mages and Anders would take the bait and he would fail I have two things to say number one who are you and what have you done with Austin Hmm. number two I do I do agree with that um that that is that is very fair i i feel you i feel that but i'm i'm concerned that that came from you just putting it out there snacks you were eating austin (laughs) um i do find uh a very like another sweet resolution i do feel like all mine come from too i feel like meryl would make a resolution to try to talk to a new person every day Oh, to like try to make friends. She'd keep making friends with the people who are mugging people outside of her door. Yes, exactly. See, I feel like Meryl would make a resolution to like stop getting lost in her neighborhood. Mm. Mm, yeah, that wouldn't last very long. I don't think it would. <laughs> I also feel like I also feel like Aveline would like make a resolution to like 
get the city in order like she's head of the guard now like she wants everything to be like better than it used to be and she can't succeed at that because well she lives in kirkwall and there's no saving it and so i just feel like she's in charge (laughs) yeah and she's she's doomed to fail no matter what so she's gonna feel like she failed but in reality like there was no way that she could succeed in that i mean though if anyone could it would be Aveline. Yeah. I think there are some things, though, that are just too much. <laughs> like, you just can't do it. I don't know. If, they've blo- if they have blocked off access to the gallows, which I really hope they have, considering all the things we know about that at this point, <laughs> going into Dragon Age Dread Wolf, ooh, that's going to be interesting, then maybe there's a chance. Maybe, especially if, like, just with all the circle stuff, depending on what people's choices are, like, you know there's not going to be any circle-related stuff in Kirkwall anymore. Every mage is going to be like, I'm not setting foot in that cesspool unless I'm getting paid a ton of money. True. Um, I wonder if we even know, like, do we even know if they've rebuilt the circle in Kirkwall? Um, Given... A certain TV show, the end of that, and where I think that stuff is happening there. Yeah, but I don't think we have anything official like, oh, they've reopened the circle or they've permanently closed it or anything. I know that they sent like all the mages who were, if any, survived and the ones in the like rest of the free marches outside of Kirkwall um, in that area, like they go to the Starkhaven circle now. So I don't know if we have any like actual lore confirmation that like anything really about the Kirkwall circle. So I'm betting. No, I'm betting Varric was just like, no. Yeah, that's fair. And the Inquisitor was like, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I've long said, honestly, like there, there is no reason why the circle should be located in the place that it's located. Like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Just nowhere in Kirkwall in general, because apparently the passages underneath the city are demon summoning circles. If you read all the different enigmas of Kirkwall. So it's like, yes, we thought this was a good Plus idea. the whole uh, Sebastian DLC with all of that stuff where you actually <laughs> go in there. Yeah. 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 yeah um, I mean, my, you know, go ahead, Austin. I was just going to say my friend Barrick would like you all to start being nice about a city. Um, hey, I will you- hang out in the hanged man any day of the week, but I'm, I'm not going to live there. Right. You know that um, reaction meme that's like, I think it's Bugs Bunny, and he's just like, no. That's how I feel about that, Austin. (laughs) Because Kirkwall, even though Varric loves it, like, it's a hot mess. And that's, that's like, at best. I mean, he agrees with Dorian when Dorian says, so, Varric, I've been to Kirkwall. Bit of a shithole. Direct That's quote. also fair. But it's his shit hole. But anyway. Exactly. Kind of like how Alistair's an idiot, but he's my idiot. Like if I could choose between living on in Kirkwall or on Tuchanka in Mass Effect, I would probably choose Tuchanka. 
Me too. Me too. I agree completely. I feel like there's less likelihood to die on Tuchanka, which is insane to say. Plus, you could babysit all the baby Krogan that are going to start popping up. Exactly. Anyway. um... (laughs) We derailed you. Sorry, Austin. So I have two more. And these are actually people who are not making resolutions. And Morrigan is not making a resolution because she finds the whole process ridiculous and beneath her. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That tracks. And then Isabella is also not making any resolutions because she doesn't think she has anything to improve on. She's fine the way she is. <laughs> yeah, um, that also tracks. Agreed. See, I think that Vivian also is not doing resolutions because she's perfect as is in her mind. And I think that Solus is not doing resolutions because he thinks it's a newfangled human thing and the elves don't need to do that. Mm. So I feel like Solus and Vivian would just be like, let's refocus on my evil plot because, you know, they both have an evil plot. Vivian always has something going on. Yeah, I do feel like Vivian and Solus, if if they had different life experiences, I feel like they would be like besties if they could get over their prejudice, like just in their personalities. Like, I feel like they would hit it off if they could get over their issues. <laughs> but Vivian had been an elf. Yeah, maybe. But also, that would yeah. be even more compelling. But also, if she was an elf, like, I feel like she would be very much like hissing Solus off by arguing basically for for being more like Dalish rides and all those kinds of things. So I don't know. Maybe not, but it is a fun thought experiment. Okay. I don't have any more resolutions. So does anybody else have any more that they wanted to share? I think that Alistair, if he's king, would have a resolution about maybe being a little more involved depending on certain things or like maybe not talking just randomly when he's writing, having the scribe dictate letters. Cause he, he has the most ridiculous taglines to the letters. If you read some of them in Dragon Age Inquisition, which I love. And that would last all of five minutes. His real resolution would be something about cheese. And probably eating, eating more cheese. And getting his wife to come home. Yes, depending on your choices. <laughs> yeah, if it's Anora, he might be like, okay, now how do I get her to go to places more often? All right. Well, does anybody else have any final resolutions? I had a joke one for when, which was just to yes. make it another year since she thinks <laughs> she's just going to die constantly. She's yes. the most ancient person on the planet, obviously. You know, Uh I always wonder, like, yes, she says that all the time, but I wonder, like, if the intention in the writer's room was to be making, oh, she's old jokes, or if it was, like, about the spirit that's inhabiting her. I think it's about the spirit, because she does technically die and then come back to life. So she's like, like, okay, this is borrowed time. It's just so funny that after that happens, she's like, I don't know how much longer I can keep going. So we got to finish this dark spawn business. And I'm like, girl, you live another like eight years. Yes. To make like, it to asunder. So 
Like it's a a long time. It's what keeps her young. I am just going to say that when we make these jokes that Wynn's not actually that old, but she does talk about dying all the time. She is the only companion, spoiler alert here. She is the only companion who is dead, no matter our choice. Mm-hmm. The only one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone I mean, else is potentially alive. There are plenty sure, that can companions. be dead. Yes, mm-hmm. there are plenty that can be dead. But she's the only one who is absolutely like she is dead. <laughs> we opened the Schrodinger's box and that cat is dead. <laughs> Very much. I think that Josephine would try to make um, Sarah do a New Year's resolution, and Sarah would just play a prank on her because she doesn't care. Sarah wouldn't yeah. know what it was until Josie explained it to her, and then she's just like, pranks. Yeah, I feel like she would. And like- Josie's like, what have I done? Yeah, I feel like she would pretend to, to do something and then find a way to, like, make Josie's life miserable for the next, like, three months throughout it. I really tried all to the- think of one for Sarah, but she's just yeah. so chaotic and, like, ADHD mm-hmm. energy that I was just like, she can't focus on this. Yeah. She'd want to uh, yes. do something fun for Whittle, and then she'd get distracted, and then Dagna would still be like, I love you, because Dagna's the same way. All right. Well, I think that's all. So, Austin, I will turn it over to you to let everybody go through their things they have to promo. All right. So, yeah, if you just want to let people know they can find you or or promo anything that you have going on. And we're going to go in reverse order from what I did at the beginning. So we'll start with Capricorn Tower. Yep. I'm Capricorn Tower or Nick. Um, I don't have anything to promo. I'm just on the Discord sometimes. And then Crimson Knight. Um, Crimson Knight or Steven. I'm just on Discord. Don't post very often, but I should try to start posting a little bit more. Crimson Knight will always welcome you to the Discord server, though, without missing a beat. Uh, And then LVCC13. I am LVCC13 or Lizzie, and sometimes I stream on Twitch. I need to get back to that, but... More importantly, right now, I am a voice actor in a certain Avengers audio drama, which is awesome. We have one full episode out, and another is coming out very, very soon. We have a little smaller episode in there as well, so give that a listen. And you can also find me on the Discord occasionally. Yeah, and that's really all we have for this time. So with that... Thank you all for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. You can find us on Twitter at DA Lorecast. If you have any lore questions, topics to unpack, or side character suggestions, join our Cups Podcasting and More Discord server. It's easily the best place on the internet. You can also support us financially through our Patreon. You can find us there on patreon.com slash dragonagelorecast. The Dragon Age Lorecast is part of the Robots Radio Network. For more information about the Robots Radio Network, join the Discord server via the link in our episode description. 
If you enjoyed the show or learned something new today, please subscribe, leave us a review, and join the Patreon. And if you enjoyed our intro and outro music, give a big thank you to Pipe Man Studios. Thank you, Pipe Man. Thanks again for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. We'll see you next time. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.